0: So, Dan Hardy and Tyrone Woodley enter a war of words on Twitter. Yes, so let's talk about it before we do. My name's Rahul J. Chandler's The Battle Camp. Thank you very much for joining me. If you're new to the channel, please do consider subscribing. All right, so I've noticed, right, I've noticed Dan Hardy uh, address Tyrone Woodley in a derogatory manner um, over the last couple of weeks. Um, I've noticed him throwing slight verbal jabs at Tyrone Woodley and it all kind of culminated uh, the first peak of this kind of war of words was around the time when well no it was precisely the time of when Tyrone Woodley lost to Jake Paul in that boxing match and the day after um, I think Dan Hardy had a few things to say on Twitter about the fact that Tyrone Woodley didn't bother fighting um, and then um, he came on Submission Radio, I think it was, uh, those two Australian blokes who, you know, because I, I listen to these shows, I don't necessarily watch them because I have YouTube premium. So I don't have to have YouTube open on my phone to consume content. I can actually press play and then come out of the app and fuck around on my phone and still hear what I've been listening to. Um, and those two Australian guys, and I keep referring to them as Australian guys, and it's quite rude actually. But I, I don't know what their names are, even though they're one of my favourite interviewers in this space at the moment. I really enjoy the shit that they Come out with, like, the, some like, I, I love their content, you know, I love the, the way they interview fighters and, and kind of journalists and stuff like that. But I can never tell who, like, I can't tell that two people are asking questions until they both kind of talk at the same time or they laugh at the same time. Because I can't tell them apart. So, I don't know if you guys suffer from this same problem, but, um, what was I even talking about? Okay, yeah. So, Dan Hardy kind of, I think it was on Submission Radio after the, the Logan Paul fight. He cut a promo, as they say, he cut a promo on Tyrone Woodley. Um, he wasn't happy with Tyrone Woodley's performance, and I think that was the first time he actually called him out for a fight. And Tyrone Woodley, I hadn't, at least I haven't seen him ever respond to it, um, any of the kind of jabs that Dan Hardy's been throwing at him. And then yesterday on Twitter, uh, Tarron Woodley posted that picture of his index finger. I love Jake Paul. Like he got tattooed on his finger. Um, and uh, Dan Hardy um, basically had a lot to say about that. And this is the first time that Taron Woodley's responded. Um, and I have to say, Dan Hardy... Dan Hardy ran rings around Tyrone Woodley when it came to that exchange on social media. Um, I've made videos previously talking about Tyrone Woodley and his lack of self-awareness, delusions of grandeur. I don't know what the correct terminology is for uh, the type of characteristics that Tyrone Woodley portrays to the rest of the world. But that's what I see when I listen to that man talk. And I'm not just saying it because Dan Hardy's a fellow Brit. And if they were to fight, I'd want Dan Hardy to win. It's just, it's just, just like this whole situation with this tattoo. Um, It's just, it just stinks of desperation. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, the bet was the bet. And then, off the back of a conversation in the ring, he decided the bet has changed to if he gets a tattoo then it then it means that he gets this rematch. Um and I don't I don't think Tyrone Woodley is deserving of a rematch because like what Dan Hardy has said, he didn't fight in the first fight. Like you can't spend the whole build up to a fight with a YouTuber talking about how he doesn't have the skills and oh he's just a he's just a Disney kid. He's just a YouTuber and I'm just gonna go in there and beat the shit out of you and the fight comes and and then during, you know, fight week press conference, you start talking about him like he's an actual athlete and an actual fighter and talking about what he's good at and the game plan that you've got and, and the fact that you've been training with the Mayweathers and this, that, and the other. And all of a sudden now you're, you're, you're behaving like this is an actual sport, sporting event. And then you get into the ring and you don't actually just go in there and fight him. Like you, it's, it's almost like you're more scared of getting knocked out yourself than then um just losing the fight full stop and that doesn't make sense right because if you get knocked out or you lose on points you lose both ways but it's almost like he didn't want to risk getting knocked out um and he was happier to 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 get defeated on points than to go in there and actually fight this man and beat him because that's what you said you were capable of doing because you've been training your whole life and this guy's just a, a social media influencer. Does that make sense? I think it kind of makes sense. <clears throat> um, but yeah, Dan Hardy's found himself in this interesting spot ever since he fell out with the UFC and um, he's kind of an independent kind of person in this field and... He's trying to navigate and actually, you know, there were, uh, you know, I think he was meant to have a kickboxing match with John Wayne Parr. And I appreciate John Wayne Parr is a well respected, highly respected person, fighter, I should say, in that space. But that didn't really do anything for me because I'm not really a fan of kickboxing, right? So for me, it was a bit kind of underwhelming. If Dan Hardy is going to come back and fight. kickboxing match at 1FC or wherever it was going to be isn't really kind of something that I would be overly interested in and then Dan Hardy spoke about bare knuckle boxing Diego Sanchez and again that was a little bit I mean is that something that I'm? Um, I'd be interested in in watching probably not um just because of the stuff that Diego Sanchez has been going through recently and I suppose really in my opinion the reason why I wouldn't be interested in either of those is because if I'm going to watch Dan Hardy fight I want to see him fight in an MMA fight because that's where I became aware of Dan Hardy and that's where I saw you know countless entertaining fights involving him. That's where I became a fan of Dan Hardy. And I think now we finally have a viable dance partner. And I, I, what I would hate is if they do end up fighting, but it happens in the, in the octagon. Sorry, not in the octagon. That would be an MMA fight. It happened in the boxing ring because then it's a bit like, well, I mean, you've got a guy that challenged for the belt and you've got a guy that was actually champion. Um, both fought in the same weight class, um in a sport where you both operated at the highest level. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna fight each other, but we'll do it in this other sport over here. It wouldn't really make sense to me personally, just as a fan, right? Um especially after how Taran Woody performed uh in that boxing match against Logan Paul. Um, but yeah, interesting because these are two free agents and this is a fight that they can almost sell to a promotion like, like boxers. Do you know what I mean? They could sell this fight to a Bellator, the Bellators of this world and say, look, we want to fight each other. Can we do it on your show? I don't know how interested, um, Scotty Coco would be in that, whether he'd try and sign them both to a three fight deal, etc. uh, whether it's bad for, for the brand to keep signing these ex UFC fighters who are, let's face it past it, Um, I don't know man, Um, I don't know whether there's enough money in this fight for them to just put on an independent MMA show, Uh, whether they could go to a 1FC and fight there, but in an MMA fight, I don't know, but that's what I want to see him do, and it's interesting that Tyrone Woodley finally responded, Um, Tyrone Woodley kind of talks down on Dan Hardy, and I don't know why he believes he still has an opportunity to rematch Jake Paul, um, I, literally, there's nothing to gain from Jake Paul's point of view, and I, I, I can't see how a rematch does better business than the original fight. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like there's loads more money um at stake here for Logan Paul to to tempt Logan Paul into Logan Paul, I just said there, Logan Paul into fighting Tyrone Woodley again. Like, there's no kind of... There's no compelling reason, in my opinion, for Logan Paul to... I keep calling it Logan, but it's Jake Paul, innit? That's how familiar I am with these boys. It's Jake Paul. I think... Have I been saying Logan Paul throughout this whole fucking video? Have I? I hope I haven't. I hope I haven't. But every time I've said Logan Paul, what I meant is Jake Paul. So apologies. But the point I'm trying to make is there's no compelling reason in my mind for... Jake Paul to want to fight Tyrone Woodley at this point because the first fight or the, the time they fought wasn't entertaining. He's already won. Um, I can't see how a rematch makes Jake Paul more money the second time around. Um, and Tyrone Woodley is almost just begging for a rematch because he knows that's where he's likely to earn the most money. Um <clears throat> and the fact that he's walking around talking about how he thinks he won the fight i don't know man but that's just tyrone woodley for you guys i suppose but anyway that's my thoughts on dan hardy and tyrone woodley's social media beef if you've um been watching it with a keen eye the same way i have please feel free to leave your thoughts below uh, leave your thoughts below about what i've said in this video um if you haven't already please do subscribe like share all of that good stuff i'll catch you guys next time